Go Jays, Blue Jays, let's play ball. They're going to be doing it for real on Friday. Basically, the Major League Baseball season will pick up the schedule tomorrow. So tomorrow is opening day, but it's just what the schedule on April 7th already would have been because of what they went through in getting a new collective bargaining agreement. So that means that the Jays do not play an opening day, but they have an opening series against the Texas Rangers, which begins on Friday. We're the home of the Jays. We're also the home of the London Knights, and it's kind of doubleheader night on Friday. So here's what we're going to do. We'll have the Knights and the Owen Sound attack on 980 CFPL. We'll have the Blue Jays and the Rangers on Country 104, and you can have it all covered let's cover off what the blue jays have been up to and what some of the speculation is like surrounding this team we're lucky enough to have with us ethan diamandis who is a blue jays reporter with sports illustrated ethan thanks so much for being here mike thanks for having me it's uh nice to not chat lockout and actually chat actual football so i'm uh, i'm relieved and i'm thrilled to uh about to get started the season there will be no questions involving dollar values or anything at luxury taxes, nothing. There will be no questions about that. Ethan, one question I think we all do have is how good is this team? And one of the things that has happened is if you look kind of at the beginning of the offseason, it was, hey, those Blue Jays, they, they finished pretty well. They're going to be pretty good. And then the experts started to say, you know what, they're they're actually they're going to be good enough that they'll compete in their division. And then it was – wait a minute, they're going to be good enough they could win this division, and then it's maybe it could be even better than that. I I don't want to, you know, have you throw all the cards down on the table, but do you side with that? I mean, could this be a team that rivals anybody else? You know what? I I think that's the feeling around the team, and it's I agree with you. It's been interesting to watch this kind of exponential rise in, you know, hype, around the Blue Jays, and then expectations. It's like a, a giant boulder rolling down a hill. You know, experts are hopping on it. Toronto is being pegged as, you know, a team that could potentially be the favorites out of the American League. But I think right now it starts with them being the favorites in a very difficult division. Um, they Toronto's made some significant additions um, to cover some significant losses. Now, you know, if you would have told me at the end of last season – um, or at the end of pre-lockout, rather, when, when free agency was just kind of getting going and Toronto had lost their Cy Young winner in Robbie Ray, and they had lost an MVP finalist in Marcus Simeon, and they lost a really good starting pitcher in Steven Matz as well. You know, if you had told me that by opening day, Toronto's expectations might even be higher, you know, than, than they were last season, I never would have believed you. Um, so I think this is a team that, yeah, they won 91 games last year, I think they can do even better than that. And, you know, I think something within the realm of 95 to 100 wins and, and a division win isn't completely out of the expectations. Ooh, Jays fans are going to like hearing that. Now, we know that Vladdy Guerrero Jr. can hit and Bo Bichette can hit and now you bring in Matt Chapman. How about pitching? What do we know? You mentioned no more Robbie Ray, so – Help us understand what the pitching staff could look like. Mm-hmm. So it it all started off, I guess, before the lockout when Toronto re-upped with its, um, I guess, its co-ace last season or its number two starter in Jose Barrios. So Barrios is the guy you will see on Friday. He'll be the opening day starter, and he's got a long extension in Toronto, so Jay fans should get used to seeing him 
Um, Barrios is not the type of guy that has the most dominant stuff. Uh, his strength is mostly in his durability. So he's a guy that's going to eat innings. He's got tons of experience. He's been an opening opening day starter before. So he'll, he'll lead the rotation this year, but perhaps more intriguing is what will follow him. Um, and that's a guy like Kevin Gosman, who signed a, a five-year, $110 million deal with the Blue Jays this offseason. And he's been a pitcher that Toronto has coveted for a very, very long time. Um, so he's got very dominant stuff. He's pitched in the American League East before. He came up with the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and he throws a, real, a really cool pitch called the splitter. Uh, and when the splitter goes well, it, it's essentially like a tumbling knuckleball, and he does it better than anyone in baseball. Um, so that, that his, his splitter uh, and his arsenal will be on full display on Saturday. And then the, the rest of the rotation is filled with guys like Hunjin Ryu, um, who was uh, expected to be Toronto's ace last year. It didn't work out that way, but he's, he's got a lot of bounce-back potential. And then we'll see you know, Alec Manoa, as that fourth starter, he was, he came up as a, as a hot rookie last year and, you know, he really proved that he belonged in a big league rotation. So I think the bar is pretty high for him. And then the last addition, and this is another interesting one is uh, Japanese lefty Yusei Kikuchi. Now he signed a three-year deal with Toronto and he's not had the best career in, in MLB. Uh, expectations were pretty high for him coming out of uh, the NPB and, um, you know, he hasn't really tapped into his full potential, I think. And I think Toronto, you know, with a bit of a renowned uh, pitching department uh, led by pitching coach Pete Walker, I think they see something in him. He throws the ball very hard. Uh, he also has a splitter. He's got a good mix. So funny enough, you know, even losing Robbie Ray, like you said, Mike, I think Toronto still has, uh, I think they have a better rotation than they did in 2021. All right. You've just been making fans more and more excited in all of this. Who do you think, as we close out, we got about 60 seconds, who do you think is their biggest competition in the American League East? Mm. It's a good question, and I think it's a little bit tough to answer, but I would not count out the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, they've, they've made some curious moves. They've traded some of their big hitters, but um, I think Tampa Bay is always a sneaky team. They have, they have a talented uh, player development staff. They always seem to squeeze as much juice out of all their players as they can. They won the division last year. They were in the World Series in 2020. I would keep an eye out for Tampa Bay. They are always pesky. Ethan, it's been a lot of fun talking Blue Jays with you. Enjoy covering this team. I will, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. Hope we get a chance to talk again soon. I hope so, that too. Ethan Diamandis, Blue Jays reporter with Sports Illustrated. And again... That optimism is there for this club, and it's there for still what is a young club. This could last for a little while. Get ready. Begins on Friday and then stretches for 162 games. 